to our first debate. The Iconoclastically Bombastic Network presents an NBA knowledge debate between R.C. Carlton and Wallace Glenn. Everything, as usual, is presented to you by the IB Network. For sports and entertainment, original podcasts and articles, visit our website, iconoclasticallybombastic.com, our Twitter feed, at sports underscore IB, and, of course, the Facebook page, Iconoclastically Bombastic Sports. Use the Amazon links on the website to access thousands of products of all varieties and support the Iconoclastically Bombastic Network in the process. So. Let's get right to it. The background of this debate, uh, as I, your moderator, Chase Howells, will explain to you, was that Matthew Kirsch made a statement about Delhi being an exceptional point guard, needing to make $60 million in the league, something along those lines, signed by Corey Carlton. In that thread, Wallace Glenn kind of bullied Matthew Kirsch, said he had no NBA knowledge, which angered our commissioner, R.C. Carlton, uh, who responded to Wallace, getting Wallace to challenge R.C. to a debate. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to have our first formal debate. Let's see, I think I have R.C. on the line. I'm going to go ahead and let him give a brief introduction real quick. And then I will let Wallace Glenn follow with an introduction. Then we're going to go through the format, and then we're going to get right into the questions. I think you all know me, but if you don't, my name is Ronnie Lee Carlton, Jr., and I have come here to expose the coward named Wallace Glenn. What we're going to find out today is that he's all bark, no bite, and most likely, I give him two weeks before he's off the page after this. All right. Thank you, RC. I am waiting to uh, get Wallace Glenn on the line here so we can get rolling here. He's not on the line. He is not on the line yet. Not that I see, no. Oh, my God. Maybe he's pulling a Floyd. Where are you, Wallace? I, I knew I should have put the Hector link from Troy for Brad Pitt. Hector! Hector! I'm trying. Well, you see, nobody, this would be horrible if he didn't show. This would be horrible if he did not show. I can't be held accountable for this guy if this guy doesn't show. He Maybe he thinks it's 745 for real his time. I don't know. Uh... Now, I'm 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 waiting. I don't see his number on the line yet. <sighs> well, you can ask me random questions about sports if you want. <laughs> oh no, we got to kill some time. You think somebody would call for their own challenge? All right, we got him. Hang on, let me get him. Yeah, Wallace, Wallace, we yeah. got you on the line. Okay, yeah, you got me. All right, well, why don't you give me a brief introduction real quick of yourself, and then I'm going to go through the format with you guys, and then we're going to get right into the questions. I'm Wallace Glenn. I think everybody knows me pretty well on the site, and uh, I'm just saying I know a lot about the NBA. I've been watching it for uh, 
since like 1978, 77, and I don't forget nothing. That's all I'm saying. Let's go. All right. Gentlemen, this is going to be the format for tonight's debate. We are going to do a total of 10 questions. Each question, you're going to each have 60 seconds to respond. I will give you a 10-second warning when your 10 seconds is, or 60 seconds is going to be up. So you each get one minute, and then after you each get a minute, we're going to have two minutes as a free discussion time where you guys can go back and forth on that topic. Once those two minutes are up, I will let you know, and we will move on to the next question. We're going to start with our first question, going to Wallace Glenn. You will be first up for a minute. Question number one. Who was the more dominant player? Will Chamberlain in the 1960s or Kareem mm -hmm. Abdul-Jabbar in the 1970s? Mm -hmm. Your minute starts now. The more dominant player was probably Will Chamberlain. He was more dominant, but as far as the more skilled player was Kareem because of the hook shot and the uh, speed he had over the other centers, his height, his uh, uh, athleticism, his training. But as far as just sheer dominance, I would have to say uh, Will Chamberlain because of his uh, strength and height advantage over the people he went up against in the 60s. So that's my opinion. I, I would have to say, I would have to say more dominant is Will Chamberlain. All right, hang tight. I'm going to give RC his shot right now. Uh, it's got to be Will. Okay. got to be Will. Average 50 points a game during one season. The height differences as we've gone over time and time again weren't that much different from today even, much less when Kareem played. And they even played against each other, and Wilt held his own when he was um, when he was older. And you have a situation with Wilt where he was just dominant. Wilt could do anything he could wanted to do on the court. He even led the league in assist one year. So you're talking about a man who could deal. And sometimes when you say skilled, you're talking about a man who led the league in assists. He could do anything he wanted on the court. And I bet you Wallace can't name a move that Kareem did besides Skyhook. All right, well, let's bring him in. Um, Wallace and R.C., you both have two minutes now to discuss this question. Go. Well, we both agreed it was brilliant as far as the question was asked of uh, dominance, but personally I feel Kareem was a better player and uh, because he had more than just a sky hook, R.C. Carlton. He had more than just a sky hook. He had what a, a turnaround. Name it. Name it. He had a turnaround jump shot. When they played him to the right for the hook, he had a turnaround jumper. He had a uh, 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 what? Uh, what? Well, he had a turnaround jump what? shot, and he had that sky hook. That was enough. So, so that, that made him more skilled than Will because he had two moves. It was unstoppable. It was unstoppable. How many points did he have, Archie? How many points does he have? How many? How many points does he have? How many points does he have? You're telling him. You're telling him. I believe the most he ever averaged was 35, 36. You're telling him is more skilled. Will led the league in assists. Will had 50 points a game. Will averaged 25 rebounds a game. 
How many times Kareem okay. leads the league in assists? But who was he going against when he was averaging 25? Who was Kareem going against? He was averaging 6 foot 8. Six that's foot seven, true. six that's eight. That's true. That he was, we, at that uh, time, that on the page at that time, that's not, at that that's time, not true. That is that's true. Not true. Will it's was calling about holding. You by your memory? Oh, my. You, doing this by, you said you're doing this by your memory, right? Yes, I am. You don't like to it's look not, up stuff. Well, yeah. So you know the average was six foot eight by memory? You know the average was this player was six foot eight by memory? I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, as far as that, I'm just guessing, but I'm just guessing about the average, but the guys was visibly, uh, three to four inches t- shorter than Will and uh, Bill Russell. Two. Because he's seven two. <laughs> okay, but he was taller. He was taller. And he was athletic, so he's going to grab uh, back then. He's going to grab 20 rebounds. By the time Kareem came in, you had bigger centers coming in. You had guys like Nate Diamond. All right, hold on. We're going to move into the second question, guys. Your time is up. Now, the second question is going to start with RC. Question number two. Did, did the ABA years negatively impact the all-time NBA rankings of guys like Dr. J, the Iceman, Rick Barry, and Moses Malone? Uh, I'm going to say no because, A, they made the choice. They wanted to go with the ABA, which is a more free-flowing league, which kind of epitomized the era in the 70s they were in. In the case of Dr. J and Moses Malone, they went on to win a championship together. Rick Barry won a championship, too. It's not like the ABA took away these guys' prime. But the thing, the thing about Dr. J that always gets me, he was known as the guy who couldn't win the big one. He was the guy in the NBA, and he let Magic Johnson come in the league and pass him by as a rookie and beat him in the finals without Kareem in that fabled game where Magic played center, and Bird passed him by in the Eastern Conference. So these guys were still in their prime. They weren't in the ABA for 15 years. They still had a chance to win championships and be in their prime. So, no. All right, hang on. Let me get Wallace's response. Uh, well, in my, in my opinion, yes. The uh, ABA did take away from some of that greatness because uh, by the time – Dr. J got in the NBA. His knees were already giving him problems. And so, so what, what you see with Dr. J on the video from the uh, uh, Rucker Park and from University of Massachusetts or even later, he was just a, 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 a awe-inspiring player. You didn't see the player that you saw in the ABA by the time he got to the NBA. And as far as Moses Malone, he was not as good as he he was a late bloomer. He 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 did. He wasn't as good as he eventually got. So by the time he got to the end, he, I mean he had to go to the ABA. He had to go because that's where the money was. That's what that's who offered him the money. He wasn't developed yet. But uh, yes, that's what I'm gonna say. Yes, it did impact it. It did All take right. away from some of the greatness. All right, let's go into two minutes free discussion on this topic, guys. Okay, well, you know, what I was just saying, though, R.C. doesn't know because he wasn't back. He didn't go back as far as I do. He don't know the way that Dr. J was before his knees started uh, getting uh, tender and and he had to uh, soak his knees every night by the time he got to the NBA. We didn't see all the greatness that we we saw in the ABA. And he scored a lot of his points in the ABA. And they they not they not 
they eventually they put it in in the and NBA. Dr. J, played, Dr. J played five years in the ABA. He played five years right. in the ABA. He averaged 27 points, 32 points, 27 points, 28 points, 29 points. The first year in the NBA, he averaged 21. You lose your your knees go in your fifth year, your sixth year of basketball. He's twenty six he years old. He's he twenty six years old. He's doing a lot of flying and flying. He's doing a lot of flying and flying. And I'm tired. So he can't help so it. Twenty five is your prime. Do guys fade that quick in the NBA? You, you're twenty five okay. years old and you got no game left. His game okay. dropped off as soon as he hit the NBA. So what if LeBron James came in? What if LeBron James came in at twenty five? 26. What if he came in at no, 26, 27? We would have missed, missed a lot of his day. What's huh? LeBron James have to do with the NBA? The guy dropped off when nah. he got to the NBA because there was more competition. Nah. How much defense did they no, play in the no, NBA? No, 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 no. No, no. Do your research. His knees was going out more when he got in there. 25 years old. Well, some people, some people, he was playing a long time. He came in the league at 22, 23. One, it's not like today where 21, people are 20, 20, I mean, 18, 17, 18. All right, guys, he came in, he was already, he had a lot of wear and tear. Go ahead. We're going to move this on to, to question number three. Wallace, you're going to start this one off. Do you feel that the NBA expansion during the Jordan era should impact his legacy? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. The league was watered down by the time Jordan came in the league. By the, well, not when he came in, excuse me. When he came in, it was still pretty strong. But by the time Magic and all the great centers retired, by the time Jordan was in his heyday, the league was watered down. Yes, it did impact. Uh, most of the great players was retiring. There was no great uh, uh, stars to go up against Jordan to match up with them like it was in the 80s. And uh, the centers were starting to retire, except for, you know, uh, Elijah Wan and some of the new ones coming in. But, uh, yes, yes. My answer is yes. All right, RC, why don't you take a shot at this one? Uh, I mean, it depends on how much you want to say it affects his legacy. Should we consider it? Yes. Should we hold it as a black mark against him? No. Even though there mm -hmm. were six expansion teams that were created during Michael Jordan's career. but I, And some of that 72 wins team, I think you have to take that with a grain of salt based on the expansion because what you're doing is you're taking it from other teams and you're allowing people that wouldn't be in the league ordinarily. But overall, I don't think that affects his legacy because he still played. I mean, you can list, list the competition he played against. And it still was very good competition. It wasn't Magic and Bird, but it was good competition. Uh, well, I'll rebuttal that. <laughs> All right, guys, go ahead. Two minutes. Well, oh, can you explain to well, me what centers? Can you, no, can you explain to me what centers retired? When Jordan was young, you still had Ewing. Shaq came into the league. You had David yeah, Robinson. Yeah. He played on the dream team with the centers, man. Hakeem was well, in the league. Well, David well, Robinson. I'm talking about well, who's retiring? Who's retiring? Shaq was, Shaq was young. He was a baby when Jordan came in. But I'm saying as far as the uh, the, the wing players, was, was, the there was no match. Was centers were retiring, like you said. 
What sinners were retiring when George in the 90s? What sinners were retiring? If anything, the, the 90s was a renaissance of sinners. There were a lot of sinners retired. There was Robert Paris, Artist Gilmore, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was still winning championships when Jordan came in, uh, Jack Sigma, uh, compared Coming, guys. All right, I'm gonna move hey. this, this next question. RC, this Bring one's on. coming. This one's Bring coming to on. you first. We got uh, many people feel that Michael Jordan could have won eight straight championships. What are your feelings on that? Absolutely ignorant. Michael Jordan said he no longer had to drive. He literally said, "I've put the clip up over and over again that he quit." He didn't have the drive. It wasn't because of his dad. He planned to retire. He said his dad and he planned to retire before the season started because he didn't feel the passion for the game. The thing that made Michael Jordan Michael Jordan was his drive. Without that drive, he wouldn't be what he was. So the answer is, is just one of the one of the fairy tales that Jordan fans like to tell. All right, Wallace, what do you think on that topic? Okay, okay. Uh, just one second, just one second. I was getting my phone plugged in. So get my phone cord. Get my phone plugged in so I don't go out. Okay. Is, is your phone call right, called uh, Google? Is your phone cord called Google? No, nah, nah, I'm getting my son to plug it in. Plug it in right there so I don't run out of no power. All right, what was the question again? All right, the question is, many people feel that Michael Jordan could have won eight straight championships. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. What do you feel about that? Well, I'm not, I agree with him. I agree with him. I can't, at this one, we got to go to another subject. Because I agree with him. Because, uh, uh, no, obviously he came back during the one year, and there's no excuses. He was defeated by the Orlando Magic. So I can't, I don't want to hear no excuses. He lost. That's the bottom line. He lost to Shaquille O'Neal, Nick Anderson, uh, Penny Hardaway, Dennis Scott, Horace Grant, and Orlando Magic. They lost. So there's nothing else to say about that question. All right, RC, you, want, you got anything else on that? You guys want to move on? No, let's move on. He got one right. Good job. <laughs> All right, Wallace, this one's going to go to you first. 
and this is going to be one of your favorite topics we're going to discuss here. Uh-oh. Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal won three oh, championships man. together. Oh, which okay. The, which of the two deserves more credit for those championships? Uh, I think I can answer that one. Uh, I would I would say uh, Kobe Bryant. I would say Kobe Bryant because uh, Shaquille O'Neal is a great player. He, he, he dunked, got a lot of dunks, uh, rebounds. And, uh, you know, he put up a lot of stats. I'm not going to lie with about that. But uh, anybody know when it comes to championships, you need a closer or you will not win titles. He was a closer. He got the job done in the fourth quarter of a lot of playoffs and not only uh, playoffs, but in the championships. He got the job done. He's in there. Shaq had to come out. A lot of times, because of his free throw shooting, they started the hacker shack at that time. It was not what it is now. It was the hacker shack because of Shaq. So they had to pull him out. Who was the one pulling him through in those titles? Shaquille O'Neal, if y'all do to check your records, uh, the first seven, six years he was in the league, uh, he was swept out of the playoffs until he right. seemed not with Kobe Bryant. Then right, he let, finally wasn't sweat. Let me, uh, let, me bring in RC, let me bring in RC on this, and we'll get you back in in 60 seconds. RC, what do you think on this topic? Uh, we're just talking about a situation here where Kobe fans are in a daze. Phil Jackson no, said, no. Phil Jackson literally said, that's my time. Phil Jackson literally said that the offense ran through Shaq. This stuff he's talking about is a myth. Kobe was barely part of the game plan in the finals games that they played. His final stats with Shaq are around 21, 20 points a game. His Shaq was clearly the more dominant player. This closer stuff, great. That means you play one quarter. He's a closer. But how do you win? And, it, and that's not even necessarily true because Shaq was dominant at all times. Yes, Kobe helped some games. He was a nice Robin. But Shaq was a dominant player, thus the three finals MVP awards. All right, let's bring let's bring Wallace back in here. Guys, you can discuss well, the topic. Like I said, though, earlier, uh, I was saying, uh, if you set the records, Shaquille O'Neal is not a winner. Is not a winner. Going back to his high school days, he was 7'1 in high school, 280 pounds, and he only won one state championship. Uh, then he got to college, three years, never made it to the past the Sweet 16. Uh, then he got to the NBA, seven, uh, six straight years, his team ended the season being swept. Until what, he what ended. did Kobe do before Shaq? What did, what did, what did Kobe do? He went to high school. What did he do once you go to the team? Did they win the first year they were together? Huh? They got swept by Utah. What did Kobe do? He was shooting air balls. He was only 17 years old. No, he was 18. I'm looking at it right now. And we're the same age. Kobe and I are the same age. Kobe and I are the same age. He was 18 years old. Right here, I'm looking at it on basketball reference. My birthday's in November. His birthday was a few months back. He was 18 years old. He was shooting uh he was shooting shots when everybody else on the team was scared to shoot. He shot some air balls. balls. 
He it's shooting air balls. Okay, I'm over there. I watched it. He was shooting air balls, but I see him like so the one boy that had that heart. Huh? So you don't believe that the teammates have something to do with Shaq losing? <laughs> What's Kobe doing now with no teammates? What do you do with Smush Parker? What do you do with Smush Parker? He's 37. 38. What do you do with Smush Parker? Did he play with Parker? Was he a loser when he had Smush Parker? Oh, my God. What? Smush Parker. Check his four rings. So how can he be a loser? Second left, guys. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, though. The man was swift every year in the playoffs, so he got recalled. Let's move on, guys. We got we got more Kobe coming. Wallace, do not worry. All right. So Ronnie, this question yeah. is going going to be for you first. Um where do you rank Kobe Bryant all time and has LeBron James surpassed him? This is for me. Yes, this is for you, RC. Yeah, I would say yes, he has all passed it. LeBron has a better all-around game. LeBron has won two championships on his own as far as being the lead player. Kobe Bryant's two championships have come when he was the lead player. But also, you want to talk about bailed out. Ron Artest bailed Kobe out. Paul Gasol bailed Kobe out. Kobe had a horrible shooting game, game seven of the finals versus Boston. And he got bailed out by his teammates. And I'm sure Wallace is going to spew some ignorance about uh, Ray Allen uh, bailing him out. But it's just, you look at LeBron's stats, you look at what LeBron brings to the table, and you can count five rings for Kobe, that's great. They count as a half, if that, because he wasn't the lead guy. The only guy in the history of the NBA that gets credit for, for rings when he was the second leading scorer on the team. It wasn't even the finals MVP. All right, where do you rank Kobe Bryant all-time, and has LeBron James surpassed him on the all-time list? On the all-time list? Uh, no. Uh, I rate Kobe Bryant uh, top five. Top five. Top five, no question. Uh, on the impact in the game, uh, just a great, great player. The, uh, the franchise he plays for, has uh, literally have uh, 10 of, uh, at least eight of the top 12 players in the history of the game. And a leader of that franchise, Magic Johnson, has stated himself that Kobe is the best player in our franchise's history. He said it. So where does that put him in all-time rankings? That means he's at least in the top four. I would say he's fourth of all time. And, uh, no, LeBron hasn't uh, passed him because LeBron's record in the finals is 2-4. and four. So, uh, Kobe Bryant is 5-2. Uh, and two. and uh, that's where it all counts. But no, LeBron right. isn't close to passing. All right, RC, bring you back in on this. You guys can discuss. First of all, it's just this silliness. LeBron is not two and four. Kobe is not five and two. What? Their teams are. Their teams are. The Lakers lost games. The Cavs and Heat lost mm. games. Teams win and lose. Players don't just win and lose. It's not one on one. Their teammates 
have a lot to do with it. And thank God that the teammates have something to do with it because Shaq carried Kobe's ass. Okay. Are you finished? That's why I'm not talking because I'm finished. Okay. Generally okay, so you just said the teams win, but yet just a few minutes ago, you said it's Shaq that should have the uh, three championships and Kobe shouldn't have it because he was a second banana or a robin. So I thought you just said it was a You don't even know what I said. I said he should get half the best for the ring. I said you don't get the credit for the ring if you're being the lead guy. I said, okay, so why should Shaq, why should Shaq get the credit of those three? Because he was the uh, MVP. Why is he getting the uh, credit? More credit. Why is so more credit. That's obvious in the, what am I no. saying? I'm saying the lead player gets more credit. I didn't say they were all said that team. You, I just said, said, you just said a signal is team. It's a team. That's what you just said. said so when I'm divided in half, I'm indicating team, correct? I just said Kobe at best gives half that ring if we're talking about how many rings he has as the lead dog. So if I split it in half, I'm implying that he has a lead dog. You just said it's a lead. You just said it's a team. Now you're going back to a lead dog. Which is Which is Because that is a distinction. It's both. The lead dog is on the team, dummy. Lead dog is for the dogs behind them. All right, guys, we're going to move on to the next question. Don't worry. We have more LeBron and Kobe. Question number seven goes to you, Wallace. Who is the better performer in the postseason? LeBron James? Or Kobe Bryant in the in the whole postseason. Mm, yep. I'm about to say in the whole postseason. Mm, I would say Kobe Bryant. I would say Kobe. I would say Kobe because I look at closers. Closers. Uh, LeBron has two championships out of six tries, and uh, one of the one of the championships he just. He even made this up. He he just folded. He collapsed under the press. Uh, the other one, when they won, the one they won over, uh, who was it? Uh, uh, was it Dallas? No, it wasn't Dallas. He lost to Dallas over uh, OKC. It wasn't over. But it was one of them, uh, Dwayne Wade carried him. He carried him. He was the lead dog. So uh, LeBron was the lead in like one final. And that was in against San Antonio. Ten seconds. Against San Antonio. So uh, Kobe, Kobe has been more consistent in all the finals. He's always been there in the clutch, making the big plays, uh, calming the team down while Shaq was in foul trouble or or out with free throws, woes. You know, so it's Kobe right. Bryant. Let me bring let me bring RC in on this, and we'll bring you back in just a second. RC, what do you have on this? It's very it's very close because you can't really dog Kobe. I posted this stat before. If you look at last-second shots, uh, LeBron James, even with his failures this year, has a higher percentage of last-second shots in the playoffs than Kobe Bryant did. It was slightly under Jordan. Those are just facts. If you look at LeBron during the last five minutes of games in the playoffs, he's dominant despite what the media and what his haters might say. 
So I'm going to go with LeBron because his playoff stats overall are are superior. His best playoffs for each uh, category, 35 points a game, 11 rebounds, 8.5 assists, two steals, two blocks a game. Now that's taking the best of all that he's done. That's pretty damn impressive. He's he's close to a triple-double if you take his best playoff years. Bring Wallace back in. Okay, well, I'm saying, though, uh, it, it, it counts at the, at the end of the day who's making the plays, who's in the game making the plays, LeBron's who's not making standing the plays. up. LeBron's not making the plays. Uh, in the last couple of years, after he learns uh, on, on Dwayne Wade's knee, you know, at, the, at his knee, he's laying, you know, across you, Dwayne you Wade's said, knee. Why was Wade it. the lead dog at finals? The finals that you couldn't figure out, why was, did he average more points than LeBron? Has, has LeBron, has, has Wade ever averaged more points in the finals than LeBron? I'm just asking. I'm just saying. Finals, it all depends on the point. Who's leading the team? Who was the one folded under pressure and admitted it? Everybody knows LeBron choked That's the one he lost. That's the one he was carried by. So in Oklahoma City, well, and the first one he was carried by, the way, Wade averaged more points. LeBron was never carried by anybody. In the finals. He was never. He was never. Look at the game four against Indiana in the finals that, that year after, when Kobe had came in from a sprained ankle. Sprained what about games one, two, and three? What about games one, two, and One game? What about games one, two, and three? Everybody knows that uh, the critical games in a, in a final series is always at game four. Or five. Game one, not yeah. critical in the finals. Kobe came, came back from a sprained ankle. Who was controlling uh, Shaq game one, two, and three? Shaq was on the sideline looking sad. Shaq was looking sad. Kobe was, remember, as a 19 year old, he was pushing his hands down like, I got this. I got this. And he led him to a For one game. Win. We have one game in the finals. And Kobe showed up. Did you think something? It's most no, critical game of all. Did you like it? Why was it the most critical game? Game four. I've never I'm in my good. life heard somebody say game four was the most critical game in the finals. You're ridiculous. What game? What was that? Game five. Game five. Shaq. Kobe was like. Make up your mind. Game one. Game one. Game five. Game five. Kobe carried him. Shaq was on the sideline. Fouled out. It was scared. All right. Let's move on, guys. We got. We have finished the Kobe segment of the questions, but we are not yet done with the LeBron segment. RC, this question goes to you first. Who would you take right now for your team, LeBron James or Kevin Durant? Is it me first? Yes, yes, sir. Are you talking about going forward, or you mean this year, or what? Uh, let's say, let's say this, the next five seasons, this season up another five years. Well, right now we don't know about Kevin Durant's health. So that, that's something that's shaky. Obviously LeBron still has lots of good years still in him, even though he might have the down throttle, he'll play more out of the post. He'll have more help. Durant, basically, if you look at him, he's soft. He hasn't come through in the playoffs when his team needed him most. He turned the ball over in critical moments against the Spurs in that series. So even though Durant's been my favorite player for the last five years, I'm going with LeBron James. All right, okay. Wallace. I'm gonna go with Kevin Durant. I don't I mean, his 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 foot is fine. He's already he's already cleared. 
by the doctors. He's out there ready to go. So I'm not even equating that in. But uh, well, it's Kevin Durant. Stephen without that, he's a better player. He's just a better scorer. He can do virtually what LeBron can do. LeBron, LeBron is getting older. His 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 game is more. It's just uh, pack, pushing people out of his way. Uh, he's a brute. He's just pushing people out of his way, traveling, bogarting his way out. Kevin Durant is a better player. He's a more dangerous scorer from beyond the heart on in. Better handles. Uh, he's a better player. I was always Kevin Durant. All right, RC, you can come back in on this. Who who's who does Kevin Durant guard? You ever seen him lock somebody down? He don't have to when he outscored everybody. He never won a championship. If he outscored everybody, that's why he didn't win a championship. He they play head to head. Who won? This is this is he Wallace Logic. They play head to head. Who won for a championship? Who won? Who was the one they played in? dominated by point guards. Which one mm. is the best? Which point guard is the best? Uh, Russell yeah. Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is the best. Was, was I supposed to start first? Yep, you're good. Go. Yeah, Russell Westbrook is the best. He's just, just, just dominant physically. He's just a dominant player. These other great players have to match up with him. That he don't have to match up with them. He's he's great defensively and offensively. Everybody knows it. Uh, uh, Chris Paul, Steph Curry, uh, 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 Tyree, Kyrie Irving, 
all these guys have to match up with him. He don't worry about matching up with them. He's that's just a, a formality with his athletic ability and his heart. You haven't seen heart like that since Kobe Bryant in his in his heyday and Michael Jordan. Point blank, he's the best. All right, RC. Who do you have as the best point guard right now? <laughs> so we get it because Kobe gave Russell the seal of approval. Now Wallace is a fan. We talking mm-hmm. about Kobe Bryant. Oh no, that's not Kobe why. Bot. Y'all just regurgitate whatever Kobe says and just go with it. Sometimes not even what he says. But if I got to choose the best point guard in the league, when Harden actually plays point guard, I think it's him. Or overall, you got to give it to Steph. What Steph does is revolutionary shooting off the dribble, coming off the screens, what he can do in the pick and roll. He forces defenses to play in a way that they don't have to play against any other point guard. You've got to – you saw it in the finals. In order to even compete with Golden State, they had to trap him and basically leave Draymond Green wide open and Iggy wide open. And you can't play like that. And all of that's caused by what Steph Curry, what he does to defenses, no other point guard can simulate. All right, you're making me cry remembering those finals, man. They were so great. Let's bring Wallace back in. Two minutes to discuss this. I know Steph is great. Steph is great, but, you know, the question is, is he, you know, is he truly a point guard? He's a shooter. He's he 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 a point guard, but Russell Westbrook shoots 30 times some game. Okay. You're asking him okay. to be a point guard. I'm just saying, I'm talking about as far as he's shooting. I'm talking about as far as he's shooting. He's a shooter. Russell Westbrook does it all. Russell Westbrook. Being able to shoot makes you not a point guard. No, I'm just saying, though. He can't shoot. But but I'm just saying, though, because of his. He can also dribble. I've seen him cut people out. I didn't say he wasn't. I didn't say he wasn't. I didn't say he wasn't a point guard. I just said those questions. I said those questions about this question. Is he truly a point guard? That's all I'm pointing out. I'm not saying he's not truly a point guard. It's Russell Westbrook truly a point guard. I didn't say he was truly. I said it was. Why would you choose one or the other? Why would you choose Russell Westbrook? Why would you point that out about Curry? And I put about Russell Westbrook. No, I'm saying Russell Westbrook could possibly not be a true point guard, but he's so dominant with his physical skills, his rebounds, his coast to coast play, uh, just just controlling the game. What about his turnovers? That was not an issue for you. His turnovers, he's out of control. Yeah, everybody turns the ball over. They trying to win, you know. Yeah, they trying to do things, but he, Russell Westbrook is the most dominant player. But by your definition, Curry has the oh, ring, right? Curry has to be better because huh? he got the ring. Curry has to be better by yeah. the Wallace Clay. Well, that means he the got best the ring. That's a difference between just being the best player and a point guard. He said, who's the best player? Well, Russell is 0-1 in the finals, and Curry is 1-0 in the finals. By the Russell Glenn definition, Curry okay, got the How old was Curry when he got in the finals? He's 27. 27. Uh, well, uh, Russell Westbrook is only like 22. Today, they don't get older 25 anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These guys uh, can't play in their years, man. They can play. Uh, they yeah, not, they just, uh, ABA look up, okay, I look right
Look at the head-to-head matchups between Russell Westbrook and uh, Steph Curry. That answer your question, my right man. You never look Steph up. You always tell me you look Steph up. You move on. You move on. Look up the Steph. You, I'm just telling you, tell Corey to look it up. Look it up, oh, Corey. Corey. <laughs> you tell him to look it up. Hold on. <laughs> Guys, we got one last question left. Ronnie, you answer this one first. Depth was a major factor in the most recent playoffs. Which team currently has the deepest roster heading into the 2015 season? That's a good question. Um, I'm still going to go with Golden State. We know San Antonio is a good choice, too. But I'm still going to go with Golden State. you got Draymond coming back. David Lee's gone, but you still got Bogey. you got Kerr. you got Livingston. you still got the core of that team. And one of the reasons why they won that series was coming because of that bench. Even people like Barbosa showed up. And you had Livingston. you got Iggy coming off the bench. Draymond Green. You just had waves and waves of players that just spates even. I mean, you just had a deep team. And the chemistry they have, 1 through 12, is amazing. And I can't guarantee that same chemistry. And health, because they're younger, with the Spurs. I can't guarantee that. But I can guarantee the chemistry with the Warriors. All right, Wallace, who do you have as the deepest team going into 2015? I'm going to go with uh, San Antonio Spurs. San Antonio Spurs, no question about it. It's just, uh, they're just too talented too deep. It don't matter who LeBron gets out and uh, recruits and brings in as general manager uh, with Cleveland. San Antonio is the deepest. Uh, with, with Ginobili back, he's coming back strong. Duncan still still strong. Uh, Tony Parker with limited minutes is still going to be strong, playing 28 minutes a game. Uh, you got LaMarcus Aldridge. David West, uh, 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 Patty Mills. You still got all the play. You got a Kawhi Leonard. Uh, they just too deep. They coming out of the uh, for the NBA title. They're too deep. They just too strong. And then I'm still sorry if any Cleveland fan to think uh, LeBron's gonna win. All right, RC. What what do you have to that? <laughs> Why are we talking about Cleveland, man? I don't understand. Yeah, right? What Cleveland got to do with it? They got to play somebody yes. in the West. They got to get to the West before they ever play Cleveland. Why are you so upset yeah. with LeBron, man? They, I mean, to get to LeBron, well, they got to win. Because he's a general manager. Why don't he stick to being a player? Stick to being a player. And he's out there Why? getting everybody Why to play. Why should he stick to being a player? Why should he stick to being a player? Because do like the greats. Do like the greats, too. Do like the greats. Sit back. And rely on your ability, and wait. Let the general managers and coaches handle all that, and you just play. So if you play for a bad general manager, so if you have a bad general manager, you should just suffer. You a student of the game like yourself, a student of the game like yourself. Look at all the guys that came through that didn't play for the Knicks or play for the Lakers or play for the Celtics. So they should just wallow and suffer because. Their general managers and coaches suck. You they don't have to wallow and suffer. You sit back. If you're, if you're That's what great players do. You no, no. Back. If you're a great you player, they don't put pressure for you. You put pressure on the general managers, on the uh, owners. If you're a great player, they don't get out there, but let them do their job. Don't get out and recruit. This is an AAU. This is an AAU. 
That's what, what's wrong with the NBA now. Kobe cried. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe cried. It was a chance to leave. Kobe went to the Lakers. I mean, he went to the Clippers oh. and was going acting like he was going to sign with the Clippers to pressure the Lakers to make the Paul Gasol trade. Oh my oh, that's god! Different. That's what he did. Oh my god! That's what he did. Kobe, Kobe like put pressure. That's what I was talking about. He put pressure on the front office. Oh, so you he put said, pressure? Yeah, some players in here. Pressure. He's not the general manager. You're saying that. He LeBron is retiring and, and recruits players like he's on the AAU. I'm saying let the general manager do it. Put pressure on him. He's winning. Well, put, I mean, put, I mean not, when's the last time Kobe Bryant won a championship? <laughs> when's the last, the last time? When's the last time? Seven yeah. years ago. I believe, I believe that when you stop watching basketball and you just watch highlights now, I think oh the last time God, Kobe Bryant won a I got a league pass. I watch every game. I know about every team, every player. Ask me I'm about gonna, somebody. I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you guys both get in your last words here. You guys both get three minutes on the clock. RC, we're gonna start with you. Get uh or actually it's is Wallace's turn. Wallace, we're gonna start with you. You get three minutes. You can sum up everything that you've talked about tonight. Anything else you wanna add? Three minutes, the floor is okay. yours. Okay, all I have to say is uh, 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 R.C. Carson has proven tonight he doesn't know the fine parts of basketball. He doesn't know the history. He doesn't know. He doesn't go far back as I do. Uh, uh, they follow behind LeBron James, and, and 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 I'm just trying to let y'all know he doesn't know about the game of NBA. He goes behind his brother and and gets all his information from him. And um, I'm proving that. He doesn't know head-to-head about the game. He just doesn't know it. He doesn't realize Kobe Bryant is one of the greatest players in the history. And uh, it just he doesn't know the game. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say. I don't have too much more to say. Uh, he just doesn't go back far enough. He doesn't know the, the rosters. He doesn't know how deep rosters are. He doesn't keep up with who... Just doesn't know the game. That's all I got to say. You can go ahead. All right, all right, Wallace. Well, I, I appreciate you participating tonight, and uh, I'm going to bring RC in, and I'm going to uh, mute you now. I appreciate you again, and go uh, ahead and get into the uh, get into the live feed and see what the response is in the group. Oh, okay, go ahead. RC, you are up. Three minutes. The floor is yours. Uh, 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 game, blouses. <laughs> Is that all you got for us? That's it. All right, well, I appreciate your participation as well, sir. Please visit the group, see what the, see what the uh, live thread has to say. We will be I determining the winner based on that. might be some own damn group. We, we, we might be some own group. Get this salty stuff out of here. <laughs> Thank you, Chase. <laughs>